Hey everybody, um, I'm Laura Savage. And I'm Shagana Williams. We're the Perkinson Librarians and we set up this talk today to explain the QEP to you and hear from one of our instructors about essential skills that you're gonna need in the workplace. So you may have been hearing about uh, QEP, uh, what is that? It's our quality enhancement plan. So every 10 years, the college makes a 10 year plan and a part of that 10 year plan has a QEP that goes along with it because we wanna put in a specific program that contributes to student success, something that's gonna help you out in the next 10 years. So we came up with this plan's QEP topic by surveying employees, um, students, and college stakeholders to get your feedback to see what you needed to um, help, you help, help succeed. And the plan that we chose, it actually came from students. So it was something that students wanted and that employers wanted their future employees to have. So that being said, our QEP topic this cycle is embracing essential skills. So what does that mean? So embracing essential skills. So we all use essential skills, whether it's in at school or with work, family, or social, or social groups. And essential skills help us to relate to each other. And for the Quality Enhancement Plan, MGCCC is focusing on essential skills in the workplace. And there have been numerous studies and research that have confirmed that essential skills lead towards academic success, job search success, and maintaining employment. Employers now are seeking those individuals or job applicants with essential skills. Um, companies or business, businesses know that if their um, employees have certain essential skills that their business, their employers or employees will be very successful. So with that being said, what are the essential skills that employers are looking for? And these skills were um, created or identified by the college's QEP development committee. And those skills are punctuality, attendance, speaking, and listening. And all three of those essential skills are vital when it comes to going to an interview and getting a job. And that is what today's podcast is focusing on, interviewing skills. And so we're going to hear from our learning English Learning Lab instructor, Michael McKinney, and he's going to tell you about how you can use some of these essential skills whenever uh, you are doing that job interview. Hello. So an interview I know can be something really intimidating and scary. You feel like you're trying to juggle so many different things. Uh, whether you're trying to juggle um, what how you, you look or how your, your presentation is, how you sound, whether your answers sound too scripted or not scripted enough, or whether you sound like you know what you're talking about. Uh, so we want to make sure that when you walk into an interview, you feel comfortable and ready to uh, embrace that interview, embrace that uh, the questions and the the uh, experience that comes with pre uh, preparing to uh, hopefully accept the job. Okay, so whenever you're going to the interview, what do you need to bring? So we know you need like an actual copy of your resume. What else? All right, uh, I would say that you always want to come in looking like you are ready to take on the job. So I would always recommend bringing in a briefcase or at least like a little pad folio and pen um, and something that you can put your uh, extra resumes in. And I would make sure to always bring multiple copies. Um, you don't know if you're going to be interviewed by one person or five. So you want to make sure that you have enough to pass around the room. Um, the other thing I would recommend on the resumes is 
make sure that you don't just print them on regular copy paper. Print them on a really uh, little bit nicer uh, parchment style paper and it makes it stand out, makes it look even more professional. Um, and it makes you uh, different from the rest, hopefully. Uh, gives you that little bit of edge. Um, but the big thing is, is making sure that you come in looking like you're ready to start the job at that moment. Okay. So, Michael, share with us your scariest interview. All right. So my scariest interview uh, was actually for the job I have now. Um, <laughs> I walked in and uh, I, it was at a really small conference room. And there were uh, first thing I see when I walk in is five people staring back at me. Um, I hear the the word name, the uh, title doctor twice, and I hear the head of my <laughs> department, and it, it was really kind of intimidating. And then my actually my future boss will, uh, asked the very first question, which had five parts, <laughs> and uh, it seemed to go on forever. I uh, I was so nervous that when she asked me. If, um, if I needed to ask her about it to um, make sure that I had remembered it all, that I was able to spit all five sections back to her because I had just been so nervous that I just sat there white knuckled listening so carefully um, because it, it, yeah, I've never had anything in my life that was that intimidating other than that question. So it's like really important to be able to like listen to that question, file away each part and then answer it methodically. Yeah, um, I was, I, she actually told me after I got the job that I was the only one who was actually able to do that, to, to, to listen carefully enough to get all five parts and answer all of them without having to come back and ask. Um, and that's one of the things that allowed me to get the job was, and it, what was crazy, it was due to nerves most, most more than anything, <laughs> but it worked out in my favor. Um, yeah. So. But like, so like my scariest interview, it was over the phone because I had never done a phone interview before and it was a phone interview with a committee and I just, I didn't prepare correctly for it because I didn't think about having to prepare differently for a phone interview than an in-person interview. Do you have any like tips for phone interviews that are different from in-person? Uh, I would say on that one, you still want to be prepared the same as you would go into a regular interview because it gives you that, still gives you that confidence of having everything there. Um, but I would say re realize or remember that you're focusing less on, then on your um, physical um, mannerisms. Uh, they don't, they aren't there to see if you're sitting up straight or if you're have your, you know, if you're talking too much with your hands or not enough. Um, but you want to, you want to make sure that your voice is very bright and clear. So one of the big things on that one would be to smile. Uh, weirdly enough, studies have shown that we sound well, brighter and happier when we, we smile. smile. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just to make sure that you're taking the, the time, write things down uh, that you wouldn't normally do in a regular interview. Make sure you have a bottle of water near at hand. Um, you know, so things that will, will allow you to feel comfortable mm -hmm. and prepared um, and not off balance would be my biggest thing because you can't see the people's faces mm -hmm. in that interview. You can't see how your answer is making them react. Mm -hmm. So it makes it a little more, uh, a little scarier, a little more intimidating, like you said. Yeah. Uh, so I, that would be my recommendations. What advice will you give uh, for those um, during the interview and they ask um, a question, say for example, they ask, do you have this certain skill set or this certain um, background in this particular um, skill and you don't, um, how will you 
what advice will you give um, those who may get stuck on how to answer that question if they ask, do you have a particular skill set and you don't? I would say in that moment, I would just be honest. Um, if your employer wants you to tell them the truth, they, if you tell them you can do something you can't, if, especially if they ask you more in depth about it or ask, try to test you on it, you can, it's really going to show badly on you. Yeah, so I would say just tell them the truth. I, I don't know how to do that yet. I don't have that skill set, but I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to research it, willing to uh, train with someone, willing to do whatever I need to get be prepared. Um, but And then let them know that I might not have that skill set, but I think I have this skill set that I think would allow me to learn that one quickly or that would complement that skill set once I learn it. Um, remind them that you do have other strengths and then and ha how those strengths relate to the one you need to learn. And I think the main point is don't just, if they ask you that particular question, don't just say, I don't know. Give them something, you know, that they embrace or enhance your skills that you do have. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing for an employer is they want to know that when you take that job, you're ready to take on the job even if you have to train for it even if you're not ready for the job itself you're ready to tackle each and every day as it comes um so i agree that that let, giving them that that extra other than just i don't know um gives them that confidence they need to feel good about hiring right um what is your advice for those who are nervous in general about speaking in front of others um i would I, i'm actually extremely nervous even as an instructor speaking in front of others and going to interviews and I would say my advice what work has worked for me is preparing it's kind of one of those uh, fake it till you make it if you're really <laughs> nervous you want to be able to give the impression that you're not so um, come in that's where I would recommend bringing in the the uh, briefcase or the, or the, um, the pad folio and making sure that you're very well groomed and dressed and that your clothes are are very professional looking because at that point, why that you have that few moments to be nervous, and while you are and freaking out, all the employer sees is the well put together um, facade. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so you have a few moments to kind of freak out and then get it all together. Yeah. <laughs> and before they, uh, the employer realizes that maybe you're not as um, calm or relaxed as you appear. Um, and it gives you a few moments just to. to for them to uh, see what you want them to see before you're able to present them what you want or present yourself the way you want to present yourself. And I always think if you dress nicely, it does boost your confidence. Definitely. It, to me, it does. It, it really does. It, I think it's one of those, if I if I'm dressed for something, I feel like I can do it. If I'm not, I don't. Right. Um, so yeah, I think making sure that everything, the ties are perfectly knotted or everything is laying just right or that you've gone through and made sure everything's looks perfect before you walk in kind of gives you the idea that I really am well prepared. I really am ready for this. And like you said before, remove the cat hair and the dog hair from. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You want to take a few moments and take, if you've got cat hair, dog hair, you've got a hair, couple of hair eyes out of place, your glasses are crooked. You kind of want to fix those things because when you get in the interview and you look down, it's all you're going to notice is, oh my God, I've got cat hair on my knees. I hope they don't notice this. And then you're, you're so focused on that, you, you then you, you've got a whole new set of things to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would say as well, be prepared beforehand. With, with is, um, and I think that helps with the nerves. Um, one of the things I would recommend is practicing in front of a mirror. If come up with uh, questions you think they're going to ask, 
decide an answer and then try that answer out where you can see how you're giving the answer. And then you can decide how your face should look, how your hand movement should be. And it kind of gives you something that you've rehearsed. And so when they you do answer them, it's not so scary because this is something you've done before, you've said before, you know how it looks, you know that it looks confident or it looks the way you want it to appear. Um, and then I would say do things like research the company or prepare questions for them so that you don't have as much reason to feel nervous because you feel more like the expert. You feel like you are prepared and ready. Um, like I research think, how the company came about and who works there and like kind of see how you would fit in. And Absolutely. And once you kind of see how you fit in and how you would relate and where, where um, like what your, your position would be um, and, and what you would do and all that, you, you do feel a little less nervous because you feel less like the outsider and more like somebody who should be there and you're just doing going through the formality of that interview. Yeah. That's great. Great mm -hmm. advice. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Thanks. But um, so if you ever have any more questions about interviewing or the QEP, you can come by the LRC and see me or Mr. Gonna Williams and uh, Mr. McKinney is actually downstairs in the learning lab and we're more than happy to talk you through anything that you may need some help with as you go along.